Carol Ofori, yeah. East Coast Radio. Thank you so much, Ndaba, for making time to chat to us on this amazing and special day, Mandela Day. How are you today? Uh, we are very good, very good. How are you doing, sister? Oh, no, it's always a pleasure speaking to you on this international-like day where the world observes your grandfather's work across not only South Africa, but the world itself. I'm doing fantastic. How are, what, what are the plans for today? I know you are at home in Kunu, is that correct? That is correct. So today we are leaving Kunu. We're actually going to Mkagezwene, where my grandfather grew up uh, with, the, with the king, named by Jongindaba. And here we actually partnered with an organization called Tangible Africa that does coding across the continent. What they do is that they use cell phones to teach kids coding. So we have about four different schools from the area, Milton Begela, Mkagazuni High, also two schools from Tata. And last week they had two sessions where they trained uh, on the coding. And then on Monday, which is today, they're actually going to be having a coding competition. And the winner gets a thousand bucks. Wow, that is so amazing. Now, I mean, for the rest of us, we just admire, love, and remember your grandfather's work. What is it like a Mandela Day as a Mandela? I don't know. I think it's pretty special. I think it's quite exciting. Um, And it's just uh, amazing to see so many people who have such great admiration and respect for the old man, his life, his legacy you know, the freedom that he brought. But I think we need to also remind each other that freedom comes with responsibilities. And therefore, we each have a responsibility to get up off our butts, get out of the virtual world, into the real world, and do something grand, do something good for somebody else. Mm-hmm. So this is what Mandela says about going out there and making a relationship that you wouldn't otherwise do. You know, so we're trying to different backgrounds in the, in, in, in the same process as people go out there to serve those who are less privileged than themselves. Absolutely. And I mean, I know for quite a duration you lived with your grandfather. What would he normally do on his birthday? Would it be doing all these great, amazing acts or would he spend it with his <laughs> grandkids or how would he spend it? <laughs> well, to be honest, he did spend it with his grandkids. He was very fond of kids, as you know, you know so the usual lunch uh, with the family cutting off the cake and uh, yeah he just really loved you know having the kids around and being able to talk to them and play with them I think that was something he enjoyed more than anything as you know Madiba also believed that the voting age should be lowered to 16 but unfortunately he didn't get his way that's how much Nelson Mandela believed in young people mm-hmm. and uh, especially in the world that we look at and today it's very sad to see the caliber of leaders and what they're up to so I believe that the youth are the future. Absolutely. You're actually leading into my next question, which is around oh. the South Africa of today. Do you think your grandfather would be proud of the South Africa that we are today? I don't think so. I believe he would firstly be disappointed by the kind of leadership we have because mm-hmm. Cyril Ramaphosa is, is not a president that has any vision whatsoever. He has not been able to galvanize the, the, the young people of, of South Africa. Uh, in fact, the ANC Youth League is probably at the, at, the, at, the, at the weakest it's ever been, together with the Women's League. For me, he, he doesn't exude any confidence as to where he's taking, you know, this country. Uh, instead, you know, he's running away from answering serious questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, no, I don't think he'd be happy. And I think it's time that we, you know, get behind young people who are entrepreneurs, social entrepreneurs, you know, wanting to... to 
to, to drive this economy forward. And we need to make sure that we give people, young people, opportunities to actually, you know, get into leadership positions. But again, we can see the governments, we can see the ANC, all they do is employ more older people, more friends. So it's, it's a really tough situation. And I think the only way we want to do this is we don't look at the ANC or the government, look at each other and ourselves and ask ourselves, what am I going to do to make life better for somebody else? What am I going to do to make something better for somebody else? Nandaba, if you could fix one thing, just one thing about South Africa, if I gave you a magic wand and I said, you could fix one thing, what would you, what would you fix first? Would it be education? Would it be crime? Would it be, you know, youth employment? Hmm, I think it would be youth employment, youth empowerment, everything to do with the youth. That's where I would actually wave my wand and say, Let's get back into this thing because we need young people to go to coding. We need young people to have skills and have access to tools and resources in order for them to break the cycle of poverty, but ultimately to drive this country forward. Talking about forward, what do you see for the future? Do you see a prosperous South Africa? Are we going in that trajectory? Oh, well, it's very difficult under the current climate that we have. You know, I think things may get a little bit worse before they get better, to be honest with you. Mm. But I have hope, I have faith that we, the young people, need to come together. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to do my part mm. to try and bring young people together and make them realize they have the power, the influence, right, to actually influence others to follow in those footsteps. So if we do our part, then everybody else should do their part. Yeah. Now, some will say, Ndaba, why don't you stand, put your hand up for this leadership position and, and take on the reins as a young person and run for leadership. Well, that is a that is a that is a good question, I must say. And uh, I guess we are, we are preparing and building toward that. That's that's the only way I can answer the question right now. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna hold you to that. I know you are busy. It is a very busy day for you and your family on this Mandela Day. Your message to all the people listening to you in KZN and, of course, once this gets podcasted across the country and the world, what is your message on this wonderful Mandela Day? Well, I think the first thing we need to not forget, ladies and gentlemen, is that health is the most important thing. If you are sick and down and out, you cannot do anything. So the first thing we need to remember is to take care of ourselves, our bodies, and then from there, let us believe in our dreams. Let us pursue our dreams. Let us understand that if we come together, nothing is impossible. We can achieve anything we set our minds to. You, black child, you are more talented than anyone on this earth. So please, find yourself a mentor and go out there and conquer. Find the Nelson Mandela that's in you and unleash him onto the world. I love that. I guess we will see you possibly on the next ballot papers. We don't know, eh? <laughs> Carol Ofori, weekdays 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. East Coast Radio.